0: Hi, Genies. Welcome to yet another episode of Access Genie, the podcast that opens doors to success in the world of entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Anselin Numbil, and today I want to talk to specifically aspiring entrepreneurs. We've been told that in order to build a successful business, you have to have a problem that you solve. But how does one go about identifying a problem and then creating a successful business that solves that problem? Step one really begins by identifying the right problem. Not just a problem, but the right problem. Every successful business begins with the problem that is waiting to be solved, right? So think about some of the most innovative companies out there today. Take Tesla, for example. Elon Musk identified the problem of our dependence on fossil fuels, and then he set out to create a solution for that problem. And this solution was a sustainable solution. Or maybe my favorite, Netflix, which started as a DVD rental company in the 90s. Fast forward to the streaming era, they spotted a new problem, which is that people really craved for on-demand content and not having to wait to watch a movie or a show at a particular time. For example, Generations can only watch it at 8 p.m. So Netflix transformed ditching DVDs and diving headfirst into the streaming business. So the genius move here was really solving the problem of content scarcity. Netflix became a content creator, dropping binge-worthy originals like House of Cards. They offered a solution to the traditional TV problem. They disrupted and they outshined competitors like Blockbuster. Remember how big Blockbuster was if you're a Gen Z and you don't know much about Blockbuster? just have a look at this. This was big. So Blockbuster couldn't adapt, and Netflix went into that market and took it over. So by tackling evolving consumer needs and embracing technology, Netflix not only solved problems, but they defined the future of entertainment. And that is a really good example of identifying a problem. The same can be said for companies like Uber, for example, or Airbnb or even Zoom, they're all solving problems that their customers have and no The solution doesn't have to always be about technology or full of technology all the time. Maybe you're watching this and you're saying, "Ah, but I don't want something that's too tech forward. It doesn't have to. Take a look at Starbucks, for example. Starbucks addresses the need of high quality coffee and comfortable social spaces, right? So they sort of became this global brand that combines coffee culture with community engagement. So as much as they are online and all of that, their business is about coffee. Or let's bring it home to Africa, for example. One of my favorites is out of Rwanda, which is Water Access Rwanda. They really focus on providing affordable and sustainable clean water solutions. This includes water purification systems and even drilling boreholes, and really taking care of people who are in the rural and underserved communities. This solves a big problem, because according to the World Bank, two billion people in the world don't have access to clean water. These are really great examples of identifying a need that needs to be solved. So the idea really is to look at what people do every day, right, what makes their lives difficult. And your job as an entrepreneur is to make sure that their lives get easier. You need to identify a problem that resonates with you as an entrepreneur or as a business person and has the potential to impact a broader audience. You just need to be creative about the solution that you're bringing into the market and do it either way, even if you think it's small, just do it because sometimes people think like they need to have this huge, big idea and it's not just about big ideas, normally big ideas are really found in the small problems that you're solving for within your community and step Two, before you dive into solving this particular problem that you have identified, it's crucial to understand your audience. Understand your audience. I cannot say this enough. Who are they? What are their pain points? You have to conduct thorough market research to gain insights and look at successful businesses like Spotify, for example, which understood that there's a need for personalized music experience and they solved for that and they're, audience really liked the solution that they brought to the market. So to easily do this, you can start by asking people around you, for example, are they facing the same problems that you're facing? Have they looked at other solutions that are already available in the market? Or maybe they didn't find the solutions in the market to begin with. And those answers will make you understand if the problem that you're experiencing is truly a problem that needs to be fixed. And step three, You need to look deeper into how big this problem truly is. To have a successful solution or business, you need to be able to have repeat customers, right? And to have a big enough market pool. So if you only can sell to say 100 people once a year, the problem probably isn't big enough for you to solve. If the solution, however, is repeatable and is long-term, then the problem might be big enough for you to solve. So you need to check how big the market is and if it's big enough for you to solve and if you have enough customers and you can repeat the same solution to a wider range of people. And step four, here on step four, you truly need to define your value proposition. This is all about highlighting the main benefit of value that your solution brings to the customers, right? So you need to showcase your unique solution and make sure that it stands out. What makes it better than the alternatives that are already there in the market? And why your customers or your potential customers, why should they be picking you and not the solutions that are already available? Always differentiate yourself. What makes you better? And step five, when you now know your business idea has a market, you need to then test the solution. You have to create an MVP to test the market and how your customers would respond to your solution. right? So if you say want to sell vegetable boxes to people in Gaudeng, create systems and processes for this solution and then try to sell to first 10 people and then increase that number to 50 people and then to 100 people. Will help you get insight into your customers and what they want, how they want it, and really help you improve the solution that you have in the market. It will help you also understand if people would actually part with their heart. Hard and money for your solution. So, by creating an MVP and selling to small groups of people, you'll also start to sort of have small wins, right? That motivate you to keep going. Because if one person is buying and another person is buying, you're like, yeah, there's demand for this. So, you start feeling like you're winning a little bit. Because I want you to remember that solutions might not come easy. If they did, you know, the problem would have most likely been solved already. So, if you find that this might not be the problem, Problem to tackle, keep innovating and exploring new avenues. And then step six, you have to validate your product fit, right? This is all about sort of analyzing where your solution lies, what the needs and expectations of your customers. Look deeply into the feedback and the data that you collect from your MVP or the people that you sold to first, and like look at things like customer satisfaction, for example, retention, things like referrals and even the revenue that you were able to get. The aim here is really to gain insights from these results and continuously sort of refine rather your solution until you hit that sweet spot of the perfect product market fit. It's a journey really of learning and evolving until your solution perfectly meets the demands of your market. And then on to number seven, which is the last step in this. Once you have a working solution, it's time for you to scale up because you know your idea is working. So you have to look at how companies like Uber for example scaled their Ride sharing services globally, right? So identify strategic partners, leverage technology, and be prepared for growth. Because if you've got a good idea, you're going to grow. Scaling successfully also requires you to have carefully planned your business, right, and how you're going to execute that growth. So you can start with going from 100 customers, for example, to servicing the whole of the province and then to five provinces in the country and then the entire country and then you move to neighboring countries within your region and then the whole continent and then worldwide if that's your goal. So you have to follow processes and steps before you just jump in. The best entrepreneurs in the world are those who identify problems, come up with working solutions, take their MVP ideas to the market, learn from their customers and continuously evolved based on the feedback and repeating what works. When you find what works, always repeat it. I want you to know that you shouldn't be afraid to keep Changing your solution to meet your customers' needs. Because your customers change. And the world we live in changes all the time. So don't be afraid to evolve. Don't be a Blackberry. Don't be a Blockbuster. Be a Netflix. Evolve. And there you have it, genies. That is how you move from problem to profit by building a business that solves real issues. Good luck.